Did you know using your browser in incognito mode doesn't actually protect your privacy? Take back your privacy with IPVanish VPN. Just one tap and all your data, passwords, communications, browsing history, and more will be instantly protected. IPVanish makes you virtually invisible online. Use IPVanish on all your devices, anytime you go online at home and especially on public Wi-Fi. Get IPVanish now for 70% off a yearly plan with this exclusive offer at IPVanish.com audio. The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. Rated E for everyone, 10 and up. This episode is brought to you by our patrons like Drew, who support the show on a monthly basis. Join the club and get a patron-only podcast called Stories That Could Never Be on the Show. Ooh. Sign up today at patreon.com slash thatstoryshow. Hi, this is Pete from Western Australia, and we're all listening to That Story Show. Hey, did I do all right? Oh, mate, nobody's listening anyway. Hey! This is That Story Show, people. Pizza. I turned into a bat. I flew into this I left her some guano. <laughs> hey, podcast people. This is That Story Show where we're telling hilarious real-life stories and inviting you to do the exact same darn thing. This is episode 344 brought to you the week of June 18th, 2020. I'm your host, the, your delightful host, my name is James Kennison, and my good friend is here, who is also delightful. Hi, thanks, James. I'm John, and I'm also delightful, and I'm your co-host. <laughs> Pleasure to be here. Well, how, my coffee how, how are you doing? You're, you're drinking a cup of coffee, I hear. Yeah, it's like 90 degrees outside, or 81 degrees. I just looked at my watch. And I'm drinking coffee, and I'm realizing it's making me hot. Because oh. I don't have the air conditioner on in here. Yeah, I, guess, I, I took a shower mid-morning today because I had some stuff to do in the morning, and I was I was hot, and I couldn't. Uh, I usually like a nice hot shower, but today I had to turn it down to almost chilly because mm-hmm. I I felt like I was stepping into a like a boiling pot of marinara sauce or something. I don't mm, marinara. Like it wasn't water yeah. texture. It felt like it would be a thickness to it if it was hot. Like my sweat right. has a thickness to it, you know? Yeah. And I got so you. so that's why I didn't do that. I just kept turning it down. It was still warm, but it wasn't, you know, it wasn't but it was hot. Cool warm. Yeah. 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 It was just above body temperature. It wasn't as cold as a cold pool. Because I don't like pools. Because getting into cold pools is a hard job, especially it's when you do funny. it like I do. I go in oh. slow. I don't. Yeah. Jump, I don't jump in. I go in slow and I torture myself the entire way. And it's not the best. I jump way. in and jump out because it's like it's shock. But I, I haven't been in a pool in a while, so I, I don't even. Oh, I don't remember. Man, you you like, live in the south. Have you ever been in a spring before, like a Florida yes. spring? Yes. Where they're ice cold. I think there's 72 degrees yeah. year round. It feels yeah. it feels like ice water. And it does. It is the worst. But when but I was you acclimate quickly. When I was a kid, I didn't care. But these days, you couldn't get me in a spring. No mm. way. Mm-mm. You no? Ac- you acclimate. You mean your parts of your skin dies off to That's right. to, you- to embrace you <laughs> and to keep you from dying. Like, you become very numb quickly. All your blood flows from your extremities to the core to keep your heart alive. Yeah. No, I'm oh, I'm good. My my mention springs because we went on vacation a couple weeks ago and my my wife and children went on a um what are, what are those they they're like surfboards. No, oh. but they're surfboards, but you stand up on them. Paddleboard. Yeah. They all went yeah. on paddle boards on a spring. And oh, so no. it was crystal clear and they saw two alligators underneath them. And I'm like, what the heck? That is scary, dude. One was a baby one. 
you know, I don't care. And <laughs> my brother says, he says in Florida, we measure, um, alligators like this. And he holds his hands up about a foot and a half apart. He says the alligators about this big. And then they say, well, that doesn't sound big. He says, no, no, that's the width of his head. <laughs> that's how we measure them down here. It's just By the width of their the width head. of their head. And then all of a sudden that became a very gigantic dinosaur kind of thing. So yeah, dude, I don't swim with alligators. They did. They skimmed right across them, man. And, and they even mm. got told about them. They just said, don't get in the water and you'll be fine. And so on a paddle board, you don't get in the water. No, nope, mm-hmm. nobody, nobody fell in. I felt bad because I could have gone and they were rated for up to 300 pounds which I am 261.1, so I could have gone, but I was afraid to go because I was afraid I would get on it and it would sink into the water. But yeah. um, I could be scary. I could have gone, but anyway, we always start with an opening story. This one's called "Spare the Rod" from Simon from Tennessee. Hey, James and John, I've been listening to that story show for over a year now, and I thought that it was time I shared a story with you. Before I start, I would like to tell you how much I love your show. It's a very nice thing to say. Thank you. Yeah. This is the show I listen to whenever I need a good laugh. Keep up the great work. Well, that's better than the people that say they listen to us to go to bed at night. (laughs) I don't know. I kind of like being the last thing people hear when they go to sleep. I just never know quite how to take that one. It's like, yeah, you guys are so funny and hilarious. I fall right asleep. (laughs) No, no. They fall asleep because of our... Our, our soothing voices. Oh, that's what it is. Okay. That's got to be it. Yeah. So it's our boring podcast is what it is. But <laughs> <laughs> that's what I think. Anyway, on to my story. This story I'm about to tell you happened when I was five or six years old. At that age, I was always getting into trouble and was always needing discipline. Now, mm. I live in a Christian family that strongly believes in spankings. Well, there you <gasps> go. Them darn Christians, hey, man. We love our children. That's why we beat them. Hey, I, 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 I whooped my kids. So, <laughs> yeah, mine, mine got spanked. I, I still give my kids spankings. You, you can raise kids without whoopings, but and you can do it all with timeout and all that kind of stuff. But it's a lot faster with spankings. It just gets, <laughs> it just gets done, and the problem goes away. Anyway, when I got disciplined, I received my punishment in my parents' bathroom. Because, this sounds so criminal, because that room was the best at containing the sound in our house. (laughs) Take them down to the spanking room, honey. (laughs) Make sure you close the door behind you. We don't want an incident like last week. Stuff a sock in his mouth. I'm going to town on him. But anyway, on on one of these occasions, my mother was going to spank me. But she told me to wait in the bathroom while she did a very important thing. So I waited. And I waited and I waited and eventually I fell asleep in that bathroom. I don't know how long I was in there, but a while later I woke to my mother asking me what I was doing in the freaking bathroom. I, I told her I was waiting to be disciplined. You remember you were supposed to beat me. So yeah, she, I'm waiting here to get a spanking, Ma. Like a good behaved kid. I couldn't behave to avoid the, the spanking, but I can behave once I'm going to get spanked makes sense she didn't know that what i was talking about since she had completely forgotten about it see you know how many times i prayed for god to make my mom forget a whooping and he never answered my prayer well he did god always answers prayer he either says yes not now or no and every time i prayed for god to make my mom forget to give me a spanking the answer apparently was no way dude Anyway, mine were always uh, like reminding her. God reminded my mom to give me a spanking. By the way, <laughs> that child it's I love dearly to needs to be beaten. Um, uh, anyway, she didn't know what I was talking about since she had f- completely forgotten. What makes this story funny is I had cousins coming over from out of town, and the only reason she found me anyway was because a cousin had asked where I was, and she couldn't find me. So <laughs> I know that I was in that bathroom for a, a, a few hours at least, though, because when I hey, fell asleep, uh-huh. my cousins were not supposed to arrive at the house for a good while. And when I woke up, they had already been there for a while. So anyway, oh, man. that's my story. Keep up the great show. Simon from Tennessee. There should be a deal in his house that no more whoopings. 
that that yeah. should have been the last one. You broke the rules, mom. You you held him in suspense. He fell asleep oh. waiting for discipline. Waiting for his whooping. I hope is it Simon or Simeon? I don't know. S-I-M-E-O-N. I just decided to go with whatever felt good, like okay. I always do. <laughs> <laughs> Simon or Simeon from Tennessee, that is a great story. So it could be Simeon. We we just don't know. But All right, um, it might be Simon. I can guarantee you pretty much however I pronounced it is wrong. Because that's how it goes <laughs> for me. Well, it's time for us to do some weekly rewinding. Rewinding. All right, so this one, um, I don't know. It's not that funny. It's just weird. Uh, yeah. We live in the city, and we live on a we, we live on a we live in a good city. I mean, not a good city. St. St. Louis, <laughs> St. Louis is the worst city in America. It really is. We live in a good city, said no one in St. Louis. Yeah, it's terrible here, but. Um, but we live on a good street, is what I was trying to say. Oh, <laughs> at on, least there's something good. Yeah, it's a nice street, and it is a street by street thing. But we still get garbage thrown in our yard and and stuff like that. Occasionally, we have to go out and clean plastic wrap, you know, and 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 papers and stuff out. So it we're not completely isolated from from the inner city element, you know that that wow. happens and uh people pee on our building every now and then and, and stuff like that <laughs> it's it's just it's ridiculous but so it's this it's a city and 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 i say city and i don't want you to automatically think inner city and and think i'm talking about black people i'm talking about we're inner city and we live in an area that has a lot of bars and nightlife areas and mm. so when the the misbehaving most of the time is uh young people and and drunk people yeah uh, like i told you about the time my wife saw a guy stumbling around in his underwear and <laughs> and when she was over next to my friend david's house and that same day my friend david found a pair of pants uh <laughs> in the in the, in the alley <laughs> And they, I know who these belong to. And they put the story together between the two of them that the drunk guy had tried to pee near the dumpster and had lost his pants and had just walked out of them and just walked down the street. <laughs> so anyway, oh, man, I wonder where I put my pants. So please understand when I say inner city, there is a good mix of people going on. Anyway, all that to say, one day, randomly, a shovel appeared in my front yard, just tucked into the bushes next to the uh stairs and i didn't think much of it i thought okay that's uh it's one of our shovels one of my kids or my wife was doing something out here and they didn't put it away well every time i go in the house i'd forget about it and it was one of those deals where i only remembered it when i was walking up the steps going into the house and i promptly forget about it as soon as i put whatever i was carrying on the table so that thing sat out there for a month and finally i looked at it and, and and i realized this is not our shovel and so I was like, who's, who, who put the shovel out there? And nobody knew. Nobody knew. Somebody from the city, somebody from my inner city experiential life put a shovel in our front yard. And so we have dubbed wow. it, we have dubbed it the crime shovel because <laughs> it has to be that somebody killed somebody with that thing or did something bad. And then they dumped it like, like, like a gangster throwing a, a, a piece into the river, you know? And so uh, the crime shovel has been in our front yard for a couple of months, and wow. I was afraid to touch it because I was like, eventually somebody's going to come by from the FBI. Yeah, and you don't want your fingerprints on it. I don't want on. my fingerprints on it, but I did go ahead and pick it up. And instead of throwing it away, I now have two shovels. I have a normal shovel, and I have a crime shovel. And the crime hmm. shovel is in my shed in the backyard. And if you ever hear about me getting arrested – for a murder, you need to help me, okay? You yeah. and all the listeners have now listened, and you know that even though my fingerprints are on the crime shovel, I did not commit the crime. It was given to me, and I used it as a gift. So I yep. may I may come to regret the crime owning the crime shovel, but uh, wow. yeah. So I I have a crime shovel, and that's that's my weekly update, and that's all I'm saying about that. So that's. Im- that's impressive. 
<laughs> who knows? What, Actually. So who knows? What other reason would there be for leaving a shovel in somebody's bushes? You know, you must have used it to do something bad. There's no blood on it or anything, but that, that well, doesn't mean I'm you didn't bash say, somebody in the head with it. I think that some neighbor borrowed it from another neighbor mm. and neighbor A borrowed it from neighbor B and neighbor A forgot where neighbor B lived. And he thought, oh, oh yeah. I think it's that house over there. Yeah. I'm just going to return neighbor B's shovel to him or her. And, and, and that's how it, that's how it And got I thought my crime shovel explanation was ridiculous. That, that, <laughs> that one makes mine seem even more <laughs> legitimate actually. Well, the, you the see neighbor would forget here. where he lived on the same street. It's, it's a little hard to take. I don't know <laughs> if I believe that Just one. friend returning another friend's shovel. <laughs> it wasn't, you know, Muggsy saying, Hey, you there, see, put the shovel over there by that yeah. house. He just buried somebody with it now. <laughs> yeah. So I think it's a crime shovel. So I'm I'm the proud um, owner of two shovels, and, and one of them is a crime shovel. So I want a crime shovel. <laughs> well, come by, and I'll let you borrow it, and you can forget Wait. where I live. Okay. I'm going to return a shovel to your house. And I just don't pay it forward. Just stuff. give it to somebody yeah. new. Maybe that's what it is. It's a pay-it-forward pay shovel. And I and I have messed it up. That shovel's traveled around like Benji helping people. <laughs> now it's in your garage. And now it's stuck, and it's never <laughs> going to help anybody again. It's never going to find its way to its next, you know, poor child that lives on the street that needs help. But you ever think how much more awesome it? This is a really change in gears. But do you think how much more awesome it would have been if Harry Potter rode a shovel instead of a broom? Oh, man. There's a great Key and Peel skit about a, a, an inner city wizarding school, and, <laughs> I've seen it. and they ride uh, Swiffers for Quidditch practice. So it's, I don't remember the Swiffer part, but yeah. I remember them blowing things up in the hall. And <laughs> this is a good school. This is a good school. <laughs> the Those good kids. Awesome. They're good kids. So yes. Anyway, so what about your week there, John? Man, I don't know how you can be so amazing to talk about a shovel that gets left at your house and it becomes a great story. It's a gift. Or, or two lemons. It's it's amazing to me how that I, you know, have a, a very dull story in comparison to your so-called dull story, but <laughs> mine will actually live up to the name. I I was and this actually just happened. I was um going a, over to the the athletic complex here on our campus. Wow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We have an athletic complex. It's wow. pretty cool. I have an athletic complex. <laughs> I do too. I mean, I don't have any <laughs> athleticism in me. I do nothing athletic, and it, I have a complex about it. So yeah. So it's good to know your church has one too. So yeah. Well, yeah. I don't know how many of the church folks use it, but our our high school and middle school uses it a lot. So they're very excited about that. But um. I was walking in there and they, you know, the, the gym there, the, the work, the weight room and stuff, they, they play music for the students and um, it's, it's quite a broad range. Usually it's something high in driving and um, something to boost the energy and get your metabolism. I don't know what they do. It's just loud music as mm. far as I'm concerned. But as I was walking up, there's a, there's a group of coaches, guy coaches, and I could see them through the window and the music that was blaring did not match at all the people in the room okay i have you have you seen frozen 2 yeah <laughs> you know that song into the unknown yeah yeah that's what was playing <laughs> <laughs> and there's these tough looking football coach guys in there <laughs> in <this> song <laughs> blasted into the place and i get i had this thought in my mind like why and I mean, it's a great song. I love it. And I was singing along with it, just to be honest, but <laughs> I couldn't figure it out. And then I opened the door and looked and there was some, some lady coaches there and some lady students. So they must not have been football coaches. They must have been, I don't know, basketball, girls, basketball, uh, okay, volleyball okay. or something. So it kind of legitimized the, uh, the music playing at the moment. But um, I just thought it was funny to see that happen. And um, it's not as funny as a crime shovel. <laughs> But it's funny nonetheless. I don't think a crime show is funny. I think it's dangerous and weird. 
and it's it's mysterious. And, and I I just took something boring and and made it seem interesting. That's all. Yeah, it I is. need to learn from you because it's I it's secretly just that I found a shovel in my yard. That's the only thing. That's all that <laughs> happened. But it's I, not just a shovel though. I manipulated it into a story. <laughs> I'm making up the crime shovel thing, but really, that's honestly what we call it. It's it's the crime shovel, and it stayed in the front yard for a long time, just in case somebody needed to find it and or reclaim their evidence somehow. But, you could uh, put a you could stab it into the ground and put a note on it and said, "Hey, is this your crime shovel?" Yeah, take your crime shovel. We, Go ahead and take it with you. We don't need it, but but it disappeared. So. <laughs> Maybe maybe we're a, like a laundering service for for crime shovels, or, or <laughs> crime, crime accessories. You know, like the next time there might be a pitchfork, and it's like, okay, mm. they did good last time, you know, and and there'll be I, a a bag of money next to it, and we've got to get rid of the uh, yeah the the jigsaw. Some for some reason there's a jigsaw, so I. I got a crime toilet in my yard. If anybody is that thing still there, you redneck piece of trash. <laughs> yes, it's it's behind the rose bushes right now, oh. so you can't really see it from the road. But <laughs> you, it's still there. Piece of garbage. What happened to you? You're in rebellion against your former life. That's what it is. You're I'm like, busy. by God, I got a toilet in my front yard and I love it. It's going to stay there. To put it. Nobody can make me move it. <laughs> oh. Told you, put it out yeah. by the side of the road with a sign that says free and that it will be gone within an hour. Free to- well, part of me wants to keep it because maybe one day I'll build a room, an oh, extra bathroom. Add a bathroom on. Yeah, and it's like a pretty new toilet. So. But if your wife didn't want that one, why would she want that one in in another bathroom? Because well, she sense. won't use the other one. It'd oh. be like you boys go out there and use the other bathroom. Oh, this would be an outhouse type of maybe. Room. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> With a flushing toilet. Wow. I know what to get you for your birthday. I'm going to get you an American <laughs> flag and and some. Uh, I don't know. Just everything's going to have camo on it. It's oh, thanks. Yeah, <laughs> man, that sounds so good. Actually, something happened the other day, which, which helped me to realize I'm not really a redneck, but I can't remember what it was, though. So. Okay. <laughs> well, I was like, oh, there's no way I could be a redneck because. Oh, uh, we got an email from a listener, noobs of the universe. It was so uplifting. I wanted to read it. Hi, James and John. I am finished hey. listening to your latest episode, and I just wanted to let you know even though there was not much comedy, now they're talking about uh, the the one we did, the reviews, the bad reviews. Oh, okay. <laughs> he says, bad even reviews. though there wasn't much comedy, this may be one of my favorite episodes. The way you handled <laughs> all of those reviews was amazing, especially when you talked about the difference between racial and racist. I remember when mm-hmm. you said that be- that before, and I thought it was a really good way to say it. All the people who are saying you are not family friendly, I disagree with. You may not be friendly to small kids. Yeah, we hate small kids. Ah! Yeah, the little punks. If you're nine or under, we hate your butt. Um, (laughs) But you have good stories. But the first part of your podcast is literally a warning saying for everyone 10 and up. I know, but we didn't always have that on there. And and now it saves our life. But before that, it was it was risky. And it's very hard to stay completely squeaky clean all the time. So I don't blame you for having a few suggestive things once in a while when it's me. I don't know. I don't know. Grapes come to mind. So oh. <laughs> rocks come to mind. Uh, there's bread, bread. There's been a few. This episode made me realize that you both are not only hilarious, but you're kind and respectful, even to people oh. who are rude to you. No, we're not. John is. I hate, <laughs> I hate people. No, I'm kidding. I, I hate you're not. I'm not. I'm I've not. never heard you say mean things. I wish I could give you a I'm nice there. review but there are no reviews on Spotify. So I just wrote this here and I apologize for any poor grammar or writing because I am a middle schooler and unless I'm telling my story, my writing and speaking is pretty bad. Well, I could not tell it was an excellent review. Thank you. Yes. of the universe. So congratulations on a being a well-written middle schooler. That's right. I think he has sent in stories before and they've been middle school like though. So it shows that he can do it when he wants to. 
Yeah, well, you know, school's or, out right now. So. Or I'm thinking from a few years ago when he was a middle schooler, and well, he says he is now. So anyway, maybe not. Some people have grown up with the show, and they started as young punks that couldn't write anything if they wanted to, and they've become quite story, quite the storyteller, yes. you know, literary experts even. I'd like to take a moment and thank some new patrons. Fred became a ten dollar patron. And what? we appreciate that. Sarah Cleaver became a $5 patron. Whoa. Liam became a $10 patron. Zane, Liam? Yeah. Zane Estrada became a $20 patron. Whoa, Zane. And Kale Lawrenson became a $5 patron. So thank you guys so much. If you want to become a patron, that means that you support the show with more than just listening. You, 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 you have a little... Uh, cash laying around that you don't know what to do yeah. with you can support the show for like five bucks a month and it will help us out and you could do that at patreon.com slash that story show and we will read your name on the air and we will send you stuff and you can and have I'll pray for you at night you'll have special access to our patron only podcast and it'll be great um, we got some reviews I wanted to read real quick. This is from Alexa Carroll. I love this show. Hi, that story show. I'm Alexa and my younger sister, Devin wrote a review for the show. Please put this on the show to make my family laugh. <laughs> it's making me laugh. <laughs> I, I don't know how to make her laugh with this, but I love the show. You guys are so funny and genuine. And that's why she, oh. got, yeah, I love that. Hi, I'm Devin. My sister, Alexa suggested this show and I love it. Thank you for being so awesome, Devin. So there we go. The, the, wow. The, the duo. They got back to back. Uh, we also got a review from Gabby Gal 99 S. Angeline, Phil Scarlett from the United Kingdom, Star Hello. Wars 253, and Dog World. And then Chaos of Something in Chris says, <laughs> I love this podcast. Well, I love your username. That's unpronounceable. It doesn't have enough vowels. Hey, James and John, I could not imagine giving you a bad review. I've tried to find additional podcasts to listen to, but I've been almost unsuccessful and I keep on coming back to you guys. It's like he's saying, I'm trying to find something good. I really am, but I can't. So I can't quit you. I can't quit you. That story show. What is that from? I don't even know. I don't know. I can't quit you. I think that the people sending in bad reviews are just envious of your talent. Yeah, that's what it is. That's what yes. it is. They're just mad. Loads of them. Because anybody, that was one one of the reviews we got, actually, was somebody said, anybody could do this show. No offense, but anybody could do it. <laughs> so mm -hmm. you guys are so blessed to have such great podcasts and listeners, and we really are. Yes. We are very blessed to have awesome listeners. Anyone who leaves a bad review is an LBB for the rest of their lives. So, yes, <laughs> everyone from the last episode, I'm talking about you. And this, <laughs> this, this again, was K-A-K Bass and Chris. That's the best I can do with that. I don't know. I think what it's else. kayak bass and Chris. Oh, really? Maybe if you like say it fast. Kayak bass and yeah, Chris. No, no, wait. Yeah, actually, kayak is K Y A K, isn't it? So yeah. this is kayak. Yeah. I don't know. Well, thank you for That's trying great. to help me. It, it's. I'm sorry. It's uh, it's it. I need all the help I can get with these names. I'm terrible with them. <laughs> and that's why we love you james well let me take a second and tell you about something and someone who has sponsored the show getting a degree can seem like an unreachable goal especially if you have a job kids or other family obligations maybe you've also been out of school for a while and you don't have the time or the money to go back to school but you need that degree to advance enter the university of texas at el paso or utep UTEP is part of the country's largest university system, the University of Texas system. UTEP's suite of fully online degree programs, known as UTEP Connect, was created to make sure we remove as many barriers as possible to get you a degree. We understand that coming back to school after a long time can be challenging, and we're here to provide you with the support that you need. Their degrees are 100% online, and so they are accessible from anywhere by anyone with a computer and an internet connection. They're flexible and convenient for busy people, affordable with one of the lowest tuition rates in the UT system, and the same degree you would get on campus with the same content and professors. And we strongly believe that student support is key 
to student success. Therefore, we provide a personalized guidance from the start. Each student is assigned a point of contact at every stage in their journey with us. That sounds good. Yeah. Our, our enrollment counselors will help you navigate and complete the application process. A student success advisor will stay with you until you graduate. And our team works closely with UTEP's Military Student Success Center to make your entry into UTEP an entry an easy one after your military service. And we're accepting applications now. So go to online, go online to utep.edu or call UTEP Connect at 1-800-684-UTEP today for information. With UTEP Connect, higher education is now within the reach of everyone everywhere. And we'd like to thank UTEP Connect for sponsoring that story show. It really helps a lot. And I hope you guys will give them a chance and check them out at uh, uh, utepconnect.com. So there we go. Um, Did you know using your browser in incognito mode doesn't actually protect your privacy? Take back your privacy with IPVanish VPN. Just one tap and all your data, passwords, communications, browsing history, and more will be instantly protected. IPVanish makes you virtually invisible online. Use IPVanish on all your devices, anytime you go online at home and especially on public Wi-Fi. Get IPVanish now for 70% off a yearly plan with this exclusive offer at IPVanish.com audio. The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly, but then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. Let's get into some listener stories. Yes, the answer is yes, we are. This is called How to Kill a Crush. And it Uh comes to us from Pierce Jenkins in Louisiana. And boy, does he kill a crush. I'm telling you, Uh like no other middle schooler can. And this is middle school (laughs) drama. Uh, Dang it. Uh, Move out of the way, stupid. Uh Yo, James and John, this is PJ. And sadly, I am no longer a middle schooler. Uh But fortunately, I used to be one. Yay. About three years ago, me and my band, Firm Foundation, shameless plug, check us out on Instagram, we went to Toby Max music camp called Camp Electric. Well, awesome. That sounds lucky. Yeah. It was a great camp and all, but most embar- the most embarrassing thing happened on the way back in a giant black van. I had a, <laughs> I had a huge crush on this girl in our band, which is why you're in the band. I'm just going to tell you that right now. And nice. I was, <laughs> there was, that's why there were no girls in our band, John, when we had our band, there was no, right. one, there was no one to crush on. It was we just were taking dudes. Three, That's wow. three guys playing in a band. But That's anyway, right. I was sitting in the back row with my crush. Let's call her Lucy for old time's sake. Lucy also <laughs> had an unexplainably repulsive response to anything related to barfing. So if someone hmm. said they felt sick, she would freak out. So one of the kids in our band was feeling nauseous, apparently due to the awful camp food. Anyway, Mm. he was leaning over his baseball cap just in case he had to chunk. (laughs) Meanwhile, Lucy's on the brink of passing out. She started hyperventilating, and it was bad. Me having a crush on this girl, it got my creative middle school juices flowing, and I was Mm. trying to figure out how to make her feel better, and then I got it. We all know camp food is terrible and does terrible things to the bowels, but it did something awful to me. I mean, bad. It was gas. It was ungodly. I had to to fart. So being the idiot that I am, I proclaim valiantly with the best intentions, want to smell my farts? (laughs) Everyone started laughing and she she cracked a very small smile. Very small. Well, everyone was laughing except for the guy driving the van. He was not laughing. And he said, what did you say? And I was like, want to smell my farts? And he thought about this for a moment. And then he started laughing hysterically. He said, oh, I thought you said, want to smell my parts? (laughs) I immediately turned red. I wanted to shrink and hide and die because it was terrible. Sadly, 
That wasn't the only stupid thing I said on the trip. Hope this gets on the show. You guys are great. Rock on, brothers. Pierce Jenkins from Louisiana. So my question is, what did the girl hear? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Did she she hear farts or parts? And that's scary. So... Ah, that I don't know why introducing a, a rancid stench into the air would help somebody feel less sick. I, yeah, I don't know the either. Mind of a middle schooler. It I is. Guess. It's the know. logic of middle school. They don't make sense, and it doesn't have to. They all eventually make it through it, though. They they yeah. somehow become they responsible young people. Yes, they do. And you know what? For all of you in middle school right now, hang on. You might be making some crazy dumb decisions, but it's okay. You can learn from them and you're going to become a high schooler and you're going to look back in life and say, whoa, can't believe I did that. And listen, if anything ever does go really bad and you're in a bad situation, you just can't get out of it. it yeah. And, and you're trying to think your way through. Just stop what you're doing, no matter what, and belt out the words, do you want to smell my farts? <laughs> and yeah. everything is bound to get better immediately. Yeah, and then write in to our show and tell us what happened so that we we'll have some good content we'll some to more share with the rest we'll of the some world. some more stories for for the people. Uh, <laughs> good one, Pierce. Thanks, PJ, Pierce. Sorry. Well, hey, I got something from Patrick Newman. All right. Newman is also the mispronunciation of the town that I used to live in. Oh, Noonan. Noonan. Newman. But, but Newman. And I don't know about you because... I watched a little Seinfeld growing up. And so anytime I see the name Newman, and I'm sure Patrick has to go through this, you always hear Newman. Newman. Yeah. Yeah. Anyways, Patrick writes to us about his butter nose. Hello, James and or John. This is Patrick. You know, there's never going to be a John without a James. So I think it's going to always be James and John. Yeah. Not or. So I, just, I, I just love, you know. people seem to act like you are um, are optional. And I'm going to just lay it out right now. <laughs> John is not optional. And oh, he is here. So it, address us both or, or address neither. <laughs> you can address just James. That's okay. Sometimes I, I'm not here. But uh, yeah, but, but I, I will never be here and James not be here. That's, that's always the way it goes. So yeah, there you go. true. I understand. Anyway, so I'll make a correction here for Patrick. Hello, James and John. This is Patrick. I want to tell you about a story that happened to me when I was about six. Seems like we got a little bit of a theme here with five or six year olds. Don't we? <laughs> uh, he says, when I was about six, the good egg restaurant was still alive. It, now, it I'm, apparently I'm not familiar. Not. Yeah, I don't know it either. I don't know where Patrick's from, but uh, I don't recall anything about any kind of eggs, good or not. So, But this restaurant was still alive and we decided to go there for lunch. I, being six, ordered the Mickey Mouse pancakes. Of course. Yes, that sounds, yeah. Who's the leader of the pack for pancakes? Yeah. Made for you and me, MIC. It was one large pancake with two smaller ones as ears. It had fruit for the eyes and mouth and a scoop of butter for the nose. Mm. I, still being six, assumed that that scoop of butter was ice cream. Uh (laughs) Uh-oh. So I popped it in my mouth, not (laughs) wanting it to melt. (laughs) I... I know exactly those uh, butter pats you talk. It's like they <laughs> scoop it out of a big old vat. Yeah, with a little tiny ice cream scooper. It is. And then they put it, looks, it on your pancakes. It looks like very vanilla ice cream. You know, it does. <laughs> and it holds its shape nice, and it starts to melt on the bottom because of the hot pancake. I'm getting hungry for some of that butter right now, actually. Uh, but not a mouthful. Oh, well, he popped it into his mouth, not wanting it to melt. It may or may not be entirely coincidental that all of my Mickey Mouse pancakes from then on no longer contained a nose, <laughs> as well as most things involving butter that should be there. Uh, it no longer had it. You don't like butter no more. I don't blame him, man. <laughs> Thanks for doing your show. It makes weeding enjoyable. Well, see, there we go. At least he's not trying to sleep to us. I, I can yeah. handle weeding. You're allowed to do odd jobs and listen to the show. So uh, makes carry, it fun. Carry on, carry on, and don't forget those ones behind the uh, the daffodils. Yeah, over there. and watch out for crime shovels if you're in the yeah, bushes. Seriously, you never know <laughs> when they're going to turn. Poison ivy too, because yeah. I hate that stuff. This one's called Bad Bad v- 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 Vivia. 
I'm going to say Vivia. What do you think? And this one's from Azalea. I think I've got both the names correct. Hi. Hey, James and John. It's me, Azalea. I wanted to start by saying I love your podcast more than anything in the world. See how people people are just coming out of the woodwork with their compliments. Ever since we read all those negative reviews, they just love us even more. Man. That's so awesome. I'm walking on sunshine. I'm telling you what. It makes doing the podcast even more fun. And anyway, it's helped me through a lot of hard times. Well, I'm so glad to hear that. Yeah. I have, I've been a supportive listener since 2016. I am 10 years old. I'm going into middle school in September. So I don't know if I'm considered a middle schooler yet. Yes, uh, you are. You are a middle schooler and we will play your song. Um, uh, um, Dang it. Uh, move out of the way, stupid. I have two short stories about the same topic and the names I will leave for you to decide. So last year, my little sister Vivia, who was four or five at the time, really wanted chocolate milk, like really. So my Mm. mom refused to let her have it because it was almost time for bed. So she screamed and ran out of the room like the little diva she is. (laughs) (laughs) I love it when when big sisters call little sisters divas. That's great. The end. No, no, it's not. (laughs) (laughs) Mommy. We all went back to doing what we were doing and didn't notice that she'd come out of our room and went into the kitchen. A few moments later, we heard it. We heard. We heard a huge splash. Sorry, it's your redneck uh, ways coming uh, off on sorry. me. I got to get rid of that toilet out I, of my yard. I heard a huge splash. Me and my mom ran to the kitchen to see what had happened. And when we got there, Vivia was just standing there paralyzed in shock because she had chocolate milk everywhere. The funniest mm. part was that because her hair was so curly, the liquid got matted into her head. So little bubbles <laughs> are hanging on for dear life because of the water pr- t- tension. Uh, after we got her somewhat cleaned up, she explained to us that she had tried to shake the milk and the chocolate together like she usually mm. does, but forgot to put the cap on. Nice. So there you go. You got busted, kid. You were gonna, yep. She was going to have that chocolate milk no matter what mom said, dude. I don't care. I'll tell you I'm what. I'm drink my chocolate It's milk. like I saw a video the other day on YouTube, and it was of this little boy that had gotten his mom's lipstick, and he hmm. had put lipstick on all of his action figures. So Captain America <laughs> had lipstick on his 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 mm. lips it was just kind of caked on there uh I, hulk and iron man all had lipstick and then she pans down the bed and all of his stuffed animals have lipstick all over oh, their wow. mouths and around their eyes and on their noses and then the next little clip is of her saying okay come on it's time to put you in the bath because he had also rubbed it all over his own face and i'm like we got a piece missing here because this kid needs a beating that's why you you have to you have to whoop them even though even if it's funny even if you have to go in the other room and laugh for a little while you got to come back because they're going to do it again and i'll Mm -hmm. tell you you know how many times my son drew on the wall exactly one and that's why yeah 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 i did it once and i recall why i never did it again yes exactly so anyway, we're just giving you some parenting advice. Whoop your children. Anyway, the second story about Vivia took place at the beginning of May. We were baking a cake and we had a bowl of powdered sugar on the table. Soon after we were done using it, we noticed that it seemed to have disappeared along with that that little Vivia. Man, she is a mess. <laughs> she is a hot mess. She, she's a diva, a chocolate milk drinking, powdered Sugar, sugar stealer scarfing stealing little diva right uh all of a sudden a colossal puff of white smoke like substance shoots (laughs) out from under the table and vivia comes up (laughs) covered in powdered sugar it looked like a chimney sweep coming out of the chimney covered in soot except with powdered sugar she later said she was trying to lick it up like a dog (laughs) but then (laughs) but ended up coughing in it and then it, it, it quote unquote coughed right back at her oh my goodness it's been my dream to submit a story for so long and now i'm finally doing it so it would mean the world to me if you put it on the show love azalea absolutely we'll put it on the show thank you so much for sending it in i i'm listen i'm having a hard time believing that was written by a 10 year old i'm telling you 
the, the world has changed in the last five years or so. Because the, the the middle school drama we used to get was just illegible. I don't know if if that's the case or if I just see it and immediately put it on the other podcast stories that can never be read on the show. Because <laughs> 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 we still get some, but no, we don't near we 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 really don't get that 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 LOL speak stuff anymore. Well, yeah, yeah, it's weird. So. It's like our 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 middle schoolers have really grown up and yeah. become quite responsible. And, and the next generation that's I'm coming just, up yeah. are are just better quality grammar students. I don't know. I guess so. So there we go. I say, what what does that say of our show that we've got such <laughs> decent and well written middle schoolers? Yes, we 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 do. We acquired them somehow. I bet they go to UTEP, don't they? I guess so. UTEPConnect.com. So go for it. Try it out. Get your degree. That's right. Wow. Sally Struthers with approve. So Sally. Oh, Sally. Good Sally. Well, I've got a story from Mila Allen here, and this comes to us from the cold north. No. Oh. The very cold north. Yes. Hi, awesome hosts. Now, if that doesn't just warm your heart right now. I know. I know. Play. I love it. I can't get enough of it. Oh, it gets better. Hi, awesome hosts. You both are great. Oh, yeah. Listen to that. I bet you picked the story just come from the intro alone. Yeah, it, it's true. If you say lots of nice things about us, it doesn't matter if your story sucks. You're getting on the show. <laughs> no, I'm kidding, <laughs> of course. <laughs> but only a little bit. If it's something like, James and John, you are the best things that ever happened to me. I saw a roach. Hope this gets on the show. Love, Celia. <laughs> that's that's getting on the show. <laughs> <laughs> well, look how many we have those next week. We'll see. Yeah, I saw a roach. That's it. Uh, well, back to Captain America, child. You both are great. Here is a story from Canada. One beautiful winter day, it finally got up to negative 15 degrees Celsius. Uh, now, that I, I didn't do any conversions. Um, Mila did it for us. That's five you. degrees Fahrenheit. Thank, thank you, you, Mila. I don't even know what a Celsius is. I no. studied it in school when I was a kid. I learned how to convert it and quickly forgot. So yep. thank you. Same here. Now, five degrees is not warm. No. In any part of this country, but in Canada, five degrees Fahrenheit is warm because they were having an average of negative 25 degrees, which is negative 13 oh, Fahrenheit. So. I wouldn't even know how to exist in that weather. That's the truth. I you know, I've been in, in negative 10 when I was in Wyoming and visiting out there. It got it cold as negative 10. And it was in that part of the country. It was nice, actually, because it was dry, cold. Yeah. But here it gets down to like, you know, 40 and it's so humid. It feels like it's, I don't know. It's terrible. Yeah. Anyways, not about me. This is about Mila and her Captain America child. Uh, so because of this warm weather snap that they were having, my family and I got out into the sun and headed out to the snow-covered hill. We grabbed our toboggans to go for some fun. Now, for those who don't know what a toboggan is, it's like a sled, right? Yeah. Yeah, that's what I understand. sure. Toboggan, yeah. We use them here in the Midwest, too. Okay. We we just use shower curtains uh, <laughs> here down in the south. <laughs> Or we take the wheels off of our skateboards. <laughs> just, and just take uh, take the metal part off the wheelbarrow and just go down in that. That's it. That's right. <laughs> because, you know, it snows like once every five years here. So <laughs> and it lasts for 15 minutes. Yeah. So. Yeah. But they'll, they'll cancel school for it. Let me tell you. Yeah, they, they will. will. They will. So during this time where they were going out for some fun on the toboggans, their, her kids were uh, four, six, and eight. That is a well-spaced number of kids uh the older two were experienced sledders and they knew the rules and laws of the hill one important rule is to go up along the side of the hill to come back up so that the kids who are at the top of the hill can continue to go down the middle you know where all the good sledding tracks are yeah we have a long wooden candy cane shaped sled that my husband has used as a snowboard going down the hill that sounds like a different story in and of itself they have a circle plastic disc shaped sled, um, and then and then the young child seat sled that has absolutely no control but goes completely straight. Ah, that sounds promising. Sounds promising. Well, we had been at the hill for about half an hour, and we're really enjoying ourselves when the middle child decided that it would be a good idea to be creative. 
She had gone down the hill and was starting to make her way up the hill when I released our youngest for her trip down the middle of the hill. Now, I had aimed the sled to go nicely down the middle and give good room for the middle child to make her way up the side of the, the, side of the hill and not be able to interrupt the younger one coming down the middle. This is a creative part because once you let go of a sled, there's no control. And that is why there are rules for the hill. Yes. Well, my middle creative daughter at the right moment decided to not get out of the way, but to go more into the middle and hold her round disc-shaped sled up like Captain America in front of the other child coming <laughs> down the hill. Keep in mind now, this is the sled that has absolutely no controls mm. and just completely straight. Yes. Now, as any action movie would have it, time slowed down as we watched the youngest sweep down the middle of the hill and sweep the middle child right off of her feet and send her flipping into the air. You know, like a good moment on uh, America's Funniest Home Videos. There you go. Or Canada's Funniest Home Videos, eh? Uh, all the parents who were at the hill were looking on in horror thinking that I did that on purpose. <laughs> I aimed my baby at my middle child. That's right. That's, That's what right. I did. That's because... Great. You know, that's an amazing way to make both children cry and end the day on the hill. Mm. And to confirm their thoughts, my wonderful husband, through his laughter, asked loudly if I did that on purpose. <laughs> of course. Sure. Was aiming for the middle child with the youngest child so that we could have an awesome story to send into that story. Show. There you go. There you go. Both children are fine, by the way. We laugh to this day about our Captain America child. Hope you like the story. <laughs> Love your podcast, Mila Allen from Canada. That's the best part is the little girl never even saw it coming. She just, <laughs> she's just, that's why she probably wandered to the middle of the lane is she's got this thing in front of her and she can't see. So she's just kind of doing her thing. <laughs> And here comes baby right. boy down the road, right on top. Of he her. was holding the, uh, she was holding that that shield up, that that <laughs> sled disc, that big round one, like a shield for, you know, I'm gonna get my little sibling here and make uh, their life terrible. All right, we got a voicemail coming to us from Brother Justice. It's a story called Bad Beard. I hope you enjoy it. Hey guys, Brother Justice down in Florida here. Wanted to jump on and give a quick story about my mother. A couple Thanksgivings ago, uh, granted now my mother is an old-fashioned conservative southern mom and she married a preacher. She has two boys, myself and my brother, who are preachers and that's our family. And so my mom has formed opinions concerning preachers and their conduct. And one of those opinions is concerning facial hair on ministers or preachers. And mm. my mom has always thought that uh, a man of God, as it were, should be clean-shaven and not have facial hair. <laughs> and my dad and me are incapable of growing facial hair, so it's always been a moot point. Well, my brother, a couple of years ago, in his 30s, mid-30s, already married, out of the home, decides he wants to grow a full beard like his pastor, uh, incidentally. And so he grows a full beard, and as we're sitting there for Thanksgiving, my mom decides to bring the subject up and along with the subject of being against uh, what's currently on his face uh, the tension rose and it got quite uncomfortable in what should oh be a joyous <laughs> setting and so to bring humor to the situation i quickly thought and my wittedness brought in this comment well, one thing I know is I'm certainly against beards on women, to which immediately, without even thinking, my mom responded, well, I can't help that. That's just peach fuzz. And immediately, me and my brother and my dad all burst out laughing as I was trying to be facetious, and my mother took it quite seriously and offensively that I was addressing oh her facial hair situation. Uh, to combat her opinions about my brothers, trying to lighten the mood again, said, well, do you want me and my brother to go in together and get you laser hair removal oh, for Christmas? No. Oh, and no. my mom, not to be outdone with the wit, pats her belly, and she means to quip that she didn't want laser hair removal as badly as she needs liposuction, but she says uh, to us all with a smirk on her face, I don't need laser hair removal as bad as I need Botox. 
And it ends just like that. Yeah, that's it. No, nice. <laughs> that was some good storytelling right there. There you go. There you go, brother Justice. Thank you, Bad Beard. Yeah, you know oh, moms man. have to bring it up, man. They can't yeah. let it go. If there's a problem, it's got to be brought up. And and why not dinner? And and what kind of amazing family does he have that this is the biggest deal? They must have facial no problems hair. at all for facial hair to become the the to cause tension at, at yeah, Thanksgiving. Well, I mean, you got a bunch of preachers in the house; they all walk on water. Yeah, so. I guess so. I, I love how Jesus had a beard, but pastors <laughs> aren't allowed to have beards. Pastors aren't yeah, that's interesting. <laughs> that's interesting. Just, well, you know, I maybe it's just the culture. It's just an opinion that she has about pastors. She's 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 got a right to it, I suppose. Um, John from Geneva, New York, writes uh, unnecessary roughness. Hi, James and John. I really enjoyed writing the story about Challenger, the cannibalistic Labrador. Oh, yeah. I love that story. That was a great story. So I thought I would try another one. My best friend and I were at a popular downhill mountain biking area in the Catskill Range of New York. We cool. spent We spent the better part of the day riding the trails and enjoying the beautiful fall foliage. Mm. These rides also result in their fair share of slips, spills, and tumbles which is why I don't do it. The, <laughs> the funny thing was the most dramatic and memorable crash happened at the very end of the day, and it wasn't even us. Oh, that's the best kind. My friend and I were wrapping up our first run down the mountain when we came upon a father and his two boys. And the boys were around eight and 10 years of age, and they were fearless. They were spending mm. their time racing on a solemn course. Is that how you say that? How do you say that? Slalom. 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 Yes, you know, where they go back and forth side to side. Yeah, yeah. With dirt uh, berms set for the turns. So the, they were banked, basically. Yeah. So yeah. I, I can see it. While we were watching, the father made his announcement that the next run was going to be the last. So the older of the two boys had been losing to his younger brother over and over. And I'm guessing mm. this triggered an instinctual desperation in him because he went all out on this last run. You could tell his balance was off just a bit going into the last curve. And sure enough, he completely missed the turn and ran up and over the berm at breakneck speed. At the top of the mound, he went airborne and landed in a heap. And he lay there motionless as we all ran over to check on him. And when we got to him, the boy was curled up in the fetal position with his eyes squeezed shut. He wasn't crying. He wasn't moving. He just laid there. And over and over, his father attempted to get him to tell us what was wrong, and the boy refused to answer. What's wrong? No answer. Are you okay? No answer. Can you get up? Uh, see, I, I, that really took me back to my own son running into the house the other day with his broken elbow, and it's just like mm. you need information, and they can't give it to you because Nothing. they're in so much pain, and it's so scary. Well, anyway, sure. finally, the boy let out a small hissing, no, I can't get up. The father was very concerned by now and asked his boy, where are you hurt? And with obvious pain and with perfect comedic timing, the boy struggled out. My nuggets. <laughs> Naturally, everyone on the scene, except for the poor, poor fallen hero, was completely oh, overtaken man. by laughter. <laughs> He said, my nuggets. My nuggets. Uh, what are those? I don't know. We're a clean show. We don't know. Um, it's been at least eight years since it happened, but my friend oh, and I man. still love to retell the story of the boy who fell and broke his <laughs> junk. Oh, my goodness. I hope you guys enjoyed the story. Thanks for a great podcast. John from Geneva, New York. <laughs> Oh, oh man that's awesome uh, very awesome and what a great oh, story man. to end on i'll tell you thank you so much all of our storytellers today they were classic uh listen do you have a funny life story send your stories email or audio to that story show at gmail.com and if we used your story we owe you a sticker so email me your address 
ThatStoryShow.com is the website. Review us on Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen to us. And thanks to our patrons for your support. With special thanks to our producers, James Spangler, Jennifer Kennison, Eric Kube, Dave O'Keefe, Janusz Streisbeck, and Carrie Wright. Join the club and get more from your favorite podcast today at patreon.com slash thatstoryshow. Hey, and remember, when something weird, annoying, embarrassing, or painful happens to you or your nuggets, don't get stressed. <laughs> don't get depressed. Just think, hey, this belongs in the shed with the crime shovel. No. This belongs on that story show. We'll see you guys next week. Thanks, Sean. Thanks, James. You're the best, man. No, you are. No, we are. The people we love us. Like, we are we, we are loved by our by our listeners, and that makes all the difference. Mm. The heck with those bad reviews. We got we got so many nice people. Yeah, I'm gonna flush those bad reviews right down my yard toilet. <laughs> Good luck with that. Yeah, it doesn't go anywhere. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to put a wager of about $1,000 on the fact that that toilet will never be reused in your home. Oh, my goodness, dude. You're probably right. <laughs> <laughs> Did you know using your browser in incognito mode doesn't actually protect your privacy? Take back your privacy with IPVanish VPN. Just one tap and all your data, passwords, communications, browsing history, and more will be instantly protected. IPVanish makes you virtually invisible online. Use IPVanish on all your devices, anytime you go online at home and especially on public Wi-Fi. Get IPVanish now for 70% off a yearly plan with this exclusive offer at IPVanish.com audio. Sick of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member? For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details.